Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I'm the president here at IAW and so excited to be back with another guest today. I have one of our 2022 Inspirational Influencer Award winners, Yangi Lor, is joining me, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into a conversation about um, staying true to your core values, but also building relationships and how how relationships can power more success in your professional journey. So, Yangi, welcome. I'm so excited to to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you, Megan, for having me. And I'm really excited to be here today because I was reading about the podcast and the opportunity to just come on and share with other women um, a little bit of what we do and let, let other women know you're not alone out there. So I'm just really excited to be part of this. I love it. So Yangi is the president and founder of Faithful Consulting, where she's responsible for upholding the vision and mission of the company and leading her team. She's on a mission to create social change in the workplace and is focused on improving the employee experience and creating transformational work culture. Prior to starting her own business, Yang Yi gained experience in government, nonprofit, and private practice work as a social work supervisor and counselor. So talk, tell me a little bit about your background and then how you got into coaching. Yeah, um, well, it was kind of like the trajectory <laughs> of where I was going. It was I was trying to figure out, I, I quit my job in 2013. I was no longer fulfilled. I thought, you know, this was how life was supposed to be. I, I went to college, uh, graduated, go into the workforce, get a good job. So I was a social worker. Um, and I thought like my life was going to be this straight line trajectory. It was all planned out mentally in my mind. And I was really unhappy with that that I thought was the ideal and expectation of me uh, from society or from my family or just kind of like, hey, this is life, you know? So it's always like somehow been ingrained in me. And um, it was not the case. Um, I, I did go into profession. I really love social work. So I love helping people in general. Um, and I was like, what could I do with that? I'm not going to be a doctor. <laughs> so I love to help people. So what else is out there in social work with the ideal um, profession? So um, I did that for many years, found out that I love organizational psychology. So working with people in the workplace, because when I was in my career as a social worker, um, I was six months at a county government and I was a seniority. So the turnover was so high. It was like 80%. Wow. Um, yeah. And uh, I just got fascinated. So while I'm on this trajectory of like, what is the your path that you need to take? The, this is your path. Um, what's expected of you? And this other kind of calling was always like there from the very beginning of my career. Like I said, six months into my profession as a social worker, just egging me like, hey, huh, it's fascinating. You're six months in, you're like a seniority in this workplace. So 
Um, just that that's just a little bit about um, my background. And then coaching kind of just really aligns with that when I quit my job um, back in 2013 to stay home with my son at the time. Long story short, saw the coaching um, curriculum from UW Madison and was like, okay, this is right up my alley. I had a an ABD in organizational psychology. I had a master's in counseling. And then I was like, okay, I need to figure out how to wrap all these degrees into something I can do. Yeah. And that's how I, I found coaching. So Interesting. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I, I you you said something early on about the, the career path. Right. And I think so many of us look at this straight line and And so if you're listening, you're not going to see my hand gestures, but like the straight line from left to right and like some growth, right? So we're, we're kind of climbing as we go, but, but not necessarily. So personally, I often, when I talk about my career path, it's been like this curvy, like, like it's all over the place. I've gone, I've, I've done things that coming out of college, I never would have expected. I always thought I'd, I'd get my accounting job and then I'd kind of climb the corporate ladder from there. And, and that, that there'd be this line, but in reality, that's not, that's not what happened. And it sounds like similarly path of, of exploration. Um, so when we, we talked earlier about challenges and, and on this podcast, we like to talk about the things that have challenged us because we can, we can help somebody else's path be a little bit easier, right? When we, when we share our story a little bit. And one of the things you said is that one of the biggest challenges was, is, is still staying true to your core values. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So in life and work and whatever, it's always been, how do you stay true to your values? And I had to navigate a lot of my values because a lot of our values are, are um, embedded from, from our parents. And so really peeling back that layer of on, onion to say, okay, what are, are, are what truly is my value that resonates right. with who I am and who I want to be? Right. And so um, throughout life, um, I share this quite often, but there was a quote um, in seventh grade in the back of the class it says, what is perfect is not always right. What is right is not always perfect. That's always guided me just because I'm first generation um, in America. Um, I came here when I was five years old. So my parents were, um, you know, we're refugees. So we're Hmong, we're refugees. And so they don't know anything about parenting. They don't know how to navigate the, the, the uh, America systems. And how to, you know, navigate all those places. And so I had to really figure out what are those values for me and how do I ensure that that is who I am and who I want to continue to be. So I'm always evaluating that. Um, And there's, it's always tested life, work, business has always tested my values. Right. Um, and it will always, right. It will continue yes. to always, there will always be things dangled in front of you that, that you have to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, you said, you say something here that I think is really important mm-hmm. about, um, taking ownership of yourself and that the more you don't self betray, the happier you are. Yeah. And I, the, the concept of self self betraying is do you have any examples of where you've done this or of, of decisions you've had to make that, that maybe 
align with core values or don't and, and have left you in a, a good or bad spot? Yeah. So I can share the prime example because I'm now in my business for the last um, seven and a half years is when you're starting out your business, um, you have an idea, you have a passion, a purpose, a vision, you know, you have a strategic plan um, in mind, but then you also have these variables in life, like you got to make money. And so I'm a single mom. So I was going through a divorce at the time when I started my business. So zero income and all that stuff. So that was the challenge is like, all right, I just need to make money now. <laughs> like, forget this like business plan. <laughs> like, right. I make money. And how do I apply for, you know, so I was applying for jobs and like, um, had this business going. So for, for a year and I was like, I got to do, like, I got to do something. Um, cause I, I got two babies to feed. And so, you know, um, I just took on any work and I realized as I was just taking on any work, it was moving me further and further from my values. Um, mm. I remember a very particular situation, I won't go into very much detail, but it was just not in alignment with who, who I am, who my business even represents, um, I want to work with organizations that truly care about people um, and truly want to create those good employee experience where they empower um, their employees to be better and grow. I was working for an organization that was not doing that. Right. Yeah. We see this a lot. Um, We do a lot of work around DEI and, and helping to to increase the way women are supported in work. And, and I often say there's the people who raise their hand and say, okay, yeah, let's do it. But it's more of a, it's like checkbox, right? I checked the box. I said, I support it. And then there's people who truly believe in the work and actually invest the time and the money and the resources to help support the programs that are going to make the biggest difference. And I could see that being a challenge where you have you need to make money, right? You need to support yourself. You need to feed your babies. And so you get, I don't want to say desperate, but it's almost like, okay, I take money here and I take money here and I'll do this. And then you reach a point where you're, you're likely very unsatisfied and burnt out and feeling totally unfulfilled because you've, you've achieved the mark of making the money, but your soul is being crushed, right? It's, 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 and so when, when you stick to those, those core values, yeah. You stay on the right track. You do. <laughs> that, that's essentially why that is so important to me is that in order for us to just always realign and not lose our way in life and self-betray who we really are um, and stay true, because when we self-betray, we know, <laughs> we know if we made decisions that are, are not um, in, in the best interest of who we are, what we want. And we feel, we feel it, we feel it in our soul, like, as you mentioned, and yeah. so um, I always, I had to like, take a look at that, you know, relationship after eight months and just say, okay, yes, it's paying for, um, the bills, but is this who you really are? Cause you've been tested with those same scenarios throughout your whole life. And Yang Yi, you've been fighting against this your whole life and you're back in it. What are you going to do? You know? So it's, it's always those pivotal moments, um, that, that kind of just says, okay, yep. I didn't want that. That's why I started my business. Mm-hmm. I want to create social change in the workplace. I want to work with people who really want to do the same thing, who really care about yeah. 
making sure and ensuring that people come and walk through their doors and truly um, have all those uh, opportunities to really thrive or just, you know, come and earn a living in a peaceful and a safe and secure place to go home and also have a healthy work-life balance. Right. And I, there's, there's this often this feeling of, we get stuck, right? We, we take, we take the opportunities that sound really good. And then maybe we end up in a place where this doesn't align anymore. How do you suggest people get out of that? Because that, that can be really overwhelming, right? Especially if it's a a full-time job or career, if it's one client and you have multiple clients, it's a little bit easier to, to buffer the, because at the end of the day, financial wellness is important. Right. And so there's this, this tie of like, well, I can't just quit my job because I need the money. And so how do you unravel that to, to kind of move back into yourself and and find a place where there's alignment? Yeah. I think it starts with that self-reflection. So knowing, Hey, you know, I'm starting to kind of go down the wrong path again. Um, So that, that instant self-awareness of, this, this isn't aligning with my values. And this happened when I was in my career too. And I've been in those positions where I'm like financially was a stable paycheck. And so I think just self-awareness of when it is time for you to leave an environment, when it is not healthy for you, it's no longer serving that. And then make an exit strategy. As you mentioned, you know, we all need certain things, but have an exit strategy. Know that, Hey, I I can't be in here long-term. It's not healthy for me. It's not uh, in alignment with my values. I need to get out. And so um, have that plan in place. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you're right on. Financial wellness is, I think that's a different topic, but so critical for women. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I like what you said about having an exit strategy, because I think sometimes we do things in the moment when we're, when we feel like there's a, there's a trigger point, right. Where, where we have that inkling that it's just, I'm not in the right place. This isn't the right thing. And then something happens and suddenly we make a decision without being prepared for the next step. But if you, if you pause, reflect, build your exit strategy, then it won't feel quite as crazy and chaotic. Yes. Yes. Um, So I want to pivot our conversation a little bit because one of the other things we talked about a lot is the importance of relationships and the making the time and the effort to build relationships because those are going to help power your success. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. I'd love for you to, to share some tips around 
building of relationships and why they're so important, how they, how they benefit us. Yeah. Um, I, I, this is like my favorite thing. I feel like I'm a connector and I feel like I'm a relationship person. Like that. I love, <laughs> I love people. I mean, at the end of the day, even though I'm an introvert, I love people. I love being around. Like I love helping people. I guess that's, that's probably my biggest. Oh, I relate to that so yeah. much. I relate to that. I'm, I'm such an introvert, but, yeah. but allow me to show up in a space where I can help other people or, or just help bring conversations together or introduce people. I, it, it like fills that bucket inside me. Like there's something that I just, I love it. <laughs> so. <I know. laughs> yeah. So the, you know, exactly how I feel. So it's, it's really, um, I truly believe that we don't get anywhere without the, the support and a network that really believes in us. And it it's to build that it's, it's more than just, Hey, I'm, I'm selling my business or, or what you have to know them and they have to know you. So meaning like they might not be your people. So don't always take it. Like I need these people in my circle. You need the right people in your circle. Um, you need the people who are really going to cheer you on, really going to empower you and really there authentically. And the only way for you to do that and connect and have those relationships is to be authentic yourself, to be mm -hmm. truly who you are and, and, and just embrace it because the people that are your tribe and, and, and you probably talk about this a lot on this podcast, but your tribe, they will appreciate that about you. Mm -hmm. um, and there is uh, authenticity connects, vulnerability connects. And if you're not able to like open up yourself to make those meaningful um, connections with other women, other people in your career, in your business, um, you're just not going to be able to, um, you know, have pathways to, to go. Right. Right. So this, this idea of finding the right spaces where we can be authentic and we can be vulnerable. Um, I think that's where people get stuck because they try to, they try to go everywhere. They try to be a part of every group. And <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about the, the, the impact it can have when you're in the wrong room or with the wrong people? Because that, that can create a negative, negative, like negative connotation about relationships. Right. And I think that's where we waste a lot of energy. And so, so if we're consistently finding ourselves in the wrong room with yeah. people that we just don't connect with, yeah, that's not going to work. Right. Yeah. So, you know, initially as I'm growing my business, there's different kind of networking events and there is the, I'll just, this is just my personal opinion. Like the let's get together and have a drink networking events were never my events. It was just not going to be my where I'm going to really connect with people. I mean, it's fun, right? It's fun. It's um, you're, you're having a social hour and you're, you're having a few drinks here and connecting. It's fun. Go for fun. And yes, maybe you will connect. But yeah. where I find my most energy. So like you said, when you go and you're feeling like I felt so out of place or like networking events where there's just hundreds of people. Like I know, like for me, because I'm such a personable, like I want to build relationships, like going to a networking event where there is just going to be like a business event worth three, 400 people. You're just going to be in your group. Most likely you're not going to be able to connect with others. So 
I found that really quickly earlier on. So it goes back to what you were saying, like, you know, how you can be in the space, invest a lot of funds into it and not get the, the return on it. Yeah. Um, so, so know your crowd, know who your, who your, your people are, um, yeah. minor coaches, minor organizational um, psychologists or OD workers or minor businesses. And, and so just kind of like know, like, who are your people? and intentionally uh, find those spaces um, as well. And I'm not knacking the, the big ones because I think you can go and navigate if you are, because I'm naturally introverted. So that's why those bigger spaces don't work. But if you're naturally like a social life of the party butterfly, those 300 probably is for you. So just do what works for you and make sure the action follows, like there's follow-up. That's, that's only the very first initial connection <laughs> is getting a business card. But if you're not doing anything with that business card, you're, you're wasting you're, your time. Yeah. You're still <laughs> back at that square one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I love what you said about the different types of events because there's, you're right. The, do I love a good happy hour? Yes. But as an introvert, it can sometimes be very awkward for me. And I, it's, um, I don't know. And you're right about the, the really big events that it's going to be hard to find the people that, that you can connect with and build relationships with, but everyone's different and everyone has to do what works for them. Right. And so with, with networking and having relationships, find a strategy that works for you. It's, it's Yangi and I are very similar. It seems (laughs) what appeals to us, but that doesn't mean that that's the only solution. Right. And, um, I, I'm a a big, big fan of having a network and having a team of support and having people who are going to lift you up and hold you accountable and give you referrals and make recommendations. And, and that the, the impact that those relationships can have is, is way more sometimes than a marketing campaign or sending out other promotional information or kind of cold calling people. So that's. And I love it also for girls. Like I love the women who have your back in front of others. You know, there's that quote, like that, that had your back in front of others, but to your face, they can give you constructed feedback. Right. You know, that, that has been, I think the biggest for me is I build those kind of relationships where it feels really safe. And even my team, like we feel really safe just having you know, those discussions. I don't know about that, you know, like really push back because that's, that's how we grow and challenge our minds, our thinking perspectives and beliefs. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. When you can find that safe space where you're able to show up and be vulnerable and be authentic, be creative, right? Sometimes we, sometimes the, the overwhelm harnesses our creative creativity and we don't want to put our ideas out there. Um, but when you, when you unlock that space of safety and, and I think this is really important inside teams as well, right? Mm -hmm your employees show up with more respect. And I mean, I, I often tell my team, Hey, if something is not a good idea or you don't, if you don't agree with the idea or you think it's terrible or it's not working, please don't be afraid to tell me yeah. <laughs> like I, we, we all need to be open about that feedback. If it's not working, it's not working. And sometimes I don't see that. Right. Sometimes you see that I don't. And, and the same holds true with, with other people you're collaborating with or accountability partners, et cetera. So find, find your people. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. 
find your people. Awesome. Well, Yangi, as we start to wrap up here, I want to make sure everyone knows how to find you. It will be in the show notes on the episode, but faithfulconsulting.com. Yangi is also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram under Faithful Consulting. Um, And any last minute tips or advice that you want to share as we close up here? Um, I guess, um, we've covered kind of the main things. Um, I say, don't hesitate to, to, to reach out to me. Um, I, I am a natural social worker, natural counselor, natural helper, a natural (laughs) connector. So, um, just reach out. Um, if you have a resource, I will connect you with someone. I will, do all those. And I know the international association women as well. You know, I think it, we, we need each other more than we don't. And I feel like, um, if I can be a resource to you and it, to me, it like causes nothing for me to say, Oh, and if, if it benefits you and someone else, great, you know, yeah. um, yeah. so reach out and connect and, um, uh, yeah, see how I can help. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you to all of our listeners. We will be back again with a new episode next week. Go connect with Yang Yi. Go, go find how you have connections in common and figure out how you can support each other. Yang Yi, thank you so much for being here. Everyone have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.